to the three points of articulation podcast or should i say good day because we're in australia but not physically for the elimination chamber a little review and recap uh it was on at 10 a.m over here in the uk i know over in america you had to suffer what we do for other pay-per-views and get up really early but a nice little 10 a.m start for us morning coffee have some cereal and tuck into some wrestling um Show why stadium wise looked fantastic. A very big spectacle that it should have been. Uh, the chamber in previous years felt a bit flat, needed to switch up a little bit. The same thing as what they did with Money in the Bank last year, where they come over to the UK and it just sort of elevated the crowd a little bit, um, made it feel like a, a big deal for what it was. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that was a, a good start to this show to show how big the arena was and how hot the crowd could have and, and should have been um, at the times they were as well um, first match was the women's chamber match predictively but um, I think the, the entrance for it made sense there was a lot of up, upstarts returns uh, in recent months and uh, essentially main event talent looking to have a reason to to go up against uh, go against the champion so I think in, in this scenario it was um Tiffany Stratton sort of stole the show for it. The crowd were really into her for some reason. I'm not I'm not fully sure why. I don't know if they're big NXT fans or, or whether she's got a, just an already big following over there. But um, I know Tiffany Stratton is, does work her ass off, especially in NXT. She's put some great stellar matches on against Becky Lynch, comes to mind. And I think her recent work as well, uh, just either on the microphone or the backstage segments as well as in the ring. Uh, really won her over uh, and she was great in this match as well all the way throughout I think she her camera angles caught her moves really well as well as her facial expressions were always great um, so yeah it's good to see her getting a bit of spotlight throughout the match I think they could have and do we have guilt been guilty in the past of if someone's getting a, something from the crowd just going with the just going without the flow really and just carrying on as they were already but I feel for this that she soaked in the moments quite well and she reacted to the to the crowd and the audience so uh, fair place to him on that and Naomi was uh, in and out first uh, which I was quite surprised that because she's quite a big star in the women's division in TNA and obviously her return at the Rumble last month I thought maybe they'd use her in, in quite a higher spot for it she did get some some good um, some good offence in as well as some some good action during the match so I think it was um, warranted in a way for, for her to stay on for a little bit longer but then who do you take out first uh, so hopefully she doesn't get dropped down the card and then be put in the Miss Battle Royal match um, at Wrestlemania if they're still doing that so yeah that was a bit of a, bit of a strange one but I feel that the women that were in the match majority of them were would be above her in the card so don't know good and bad signs for that one I guess um so yeah, I think obviously then the, the falls started to come in. Tiffy Stratton had a good spot off the, the top of the pod where she did a um, 
which is a sun, uh, summer salt, which I recently found out is the opposite of a moon salt, which is why it's called that, because moon salts. A backflip. Um, Raquel Rodriguez was, was okay, I think. It's quite relatively one-dimensional at the moment. She hasn't really felt like a big deal since maybe the NXT days with the Kodakai. Kai. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. Uh, Tiffany Stratton soon went out, and I see Raquel as well. Um, the big, big booze when Tiffany went out, as I mentioned, the Australian crowd did love her. Eva Raquel then went out soon after from the KOD from Bianca Belair, whether that sets up a feud heading into WrestleMania, because they had quite a big stare down at one point, and so they're quite the two big powerhouses, according to the commentary team. So... Um, Raquel then went out and then Bianca soon went out after uh, after that which uh, by Liv Morgan with the roll up uh, and then straight away into a manhandle slam which she didn't really follow through with she just sort of it's like a urinagi that Bray Wyatt used to do very similar I think Samoa Joe does one as well so very similar to that rather than laying flat out like a rock bottom whether that's because the rock is now back um or not I'm not sure but either way it just it sort of looked a bit it's a bit of a lacklustre finish for the match um, not who I would have wanted to win I think it makes sense in the long run Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley's definitely more of a more of a big match feel than Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley but I thought Liv Morgan had a better storyline heading into it uh, Liv Morgan obviously was taken out by Rhea Ripley storyline wise anyway um, way back when so I, don't know, I thought that had a bit more depth to it but Becky Lynch being a, a bigger name than Evan Morgan I guess you can sort of see see the reasons for that uh, yes Becky Lynch went on to win who will obviously go on to Wrestlemania to face the Raw Women's Champion whoever that may be no spoilers here until the end uh, and then we had the tag team titles match which was the, the, the Catch Republic I, I'm not sure whether speaking to Johnny Flashback a uh, friend of the show who was saying that he um, yeah so catch wrestling is a, a thing as sort of their, their past of the commentators alluded to whether it's linked to Czech Republic but neither of them are based in Czech Republic I, I don't know it's a silly name um, but yeah it was, it was it was fine I think the the, the two or well, the tag team do need Trent Seven I think it'll make it a Bit better. Even if it's just on the outside, just a three for the for for them would make more sense rather than the two. Tyler Bate is great. Tyler Bate is very fluid in the ring. Um, Pete Dunne's very um, laser focused when it comes to the offense. As Tyler Bate's a bit more, you're not sure what he's going to do next, which I quite like. I think for for a tag team it does work, but I thought that they just need an extra an extra element to them. Um, Judgment Day also really good. It works well with the small guy and the big guy dynamic for the pair of them. Donald Mysterio on the outside um, cut a promo before the match and, and the crowd were acting like the crowd doing against Dominic. Um, yeah, one of the biggest hills at the moment uh, and big pop for when the referee told him to go. Everyone in the crowd was calling him a wanker, which, which I like. Um, Judgment Day got the win with the, um, with the coup de grace at the end of the, uh, end of the match. I'm surprised I thought it was going to be a set up for like the reason that they're on the card is because uh, we're setting up for a cash in later on in the night but uh, it just didn't come to fruition for whatever reason but all in all yeah it was a solid match uh, Tyler Bate was uh, was very good in it 
And then we moved on to the third of the fourth uh, match. But in, in before that, we had, sorry, how could I ever forget the Grayson Waller effect? Um, we've guessed Austin Theory to start with, who was doing the introducing, and then Grayson Waller come out. Once again, Australian, so a big pop from the crowd. Introduced Seth Rollins, uh, and then Cody Rhodes come out as well. Um, he called out The Rock for a one-on-one match, which potentially could be on night one of WrestleMania is what I'm hearing and then uh, night two being the match with Roman Reigns uh, whether they go on the line of like they did with Daniel Bryan and Triple H in WrestleMania 30 where you've you've got to beat me to face him in the in the final um, or if The Rock wins then it's a triple threat match um, you know there's the sort of scope they've got for it I feel that for the first time in a number of years, uh, maybe it's even since WrestleMania 30, the road to WrestleMania for the main event isn't really as uh, as cut and shut as as it, as it could be or as it should be. But it just makes the weekly programming that more interesting at the moment. I feel that before you get... It's quite it's sort of quite a, a standard journey to WrestleMania, whereas now... It's a bit of a bumpy road, which they do describe every year to be, but it's normally not. So, yeah, I think the the road to WrestleMania this year is a bit more interesting on the on the weekly side of things. I think for for us fans, we it is quite nice knowing what the main event's going to be or or what the plans are ahead of time, just so they can plan it and just so we can get our head around it. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't mind it. It's a bit different, and um, yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to it. But I think the Rock versus Cody would be a good. A good wrestling match. Obviously, promo-wise, uh, Cody Rhodes will stay well to stay clear of going one to one with The Rock on the microphone because obviously it's just a battle. He's never, it's not his strong point compared to The Rock. I don't think anyone, maybe John Cena, questionably, as as be able to go toe to toe with The Rock. So, if you're Cody Rhodes, you'd have to imagine you just stay clear of a, a promo battle with The Rock because he's not going to come out very well with it. Um, Roman Reigns uh, is, is very open for him to have possibly the the biggest night of his career. Obviously, he beat Cody last year, but I thought that this year is going to be a little bit special. Um, whether he wins, I think there's that stigma around, oh, he could overtake Hogan. Uh, I think if it's September, I think, if he keeps the belt too, which is um, exciting because obviously it does mean that he would have the longest reign since uh, Bruno San Martino, which... I just don't think it's going to be overtaken. Uh, I think Roman's got to keep it for a couple of years longer, which I think the fans will turn before then. Um, so we'll wait and see what happens with that. The segment-wise, it's fine for what it was to get Grayson Waller on the on the show and and to have a, a memorable moment for the for the event of of Cody calling out the Rock with a lot of eyes on it. So it did what it was intended to do it's just it could have been on Raw but it, it makes sense as well as here so Australia is um, it is something and there's four matches on the on the card so uh, and then brings us through to the the men's chamber match which yeah so there's four matches in total on the card which was very short but this was three of four uh, in, in total the um, wasn't the wasn't the worst chamber match we've had by any stretch of the imagination there was Kevin Owens was great. He uh, to start with he was headbutting the chamber pod when Logan Paul went up to it. Just stuff like that was very good. Like I think there's one point where LA Knight was smashing Drew McIntyre's head into Owens' chamber pod, and he was also hitting the hitting the pod. So it was it was good. Um, 
good character work from Kevin Owens. I feel that he's he's really coming to his own the last the last year or so. Uh, even though he does lose a bit more than you would want for like a, a essentially a top babyface is what he is at the moment. We've never really had that big Kevin Owens moment. I don't think uh, we had his, his universal title win, which was at the hands of Triple H. Uh, on Raw uh, way back when when he pedigreed Seth Rollins to set up that feud and then um, obviously Kevin Owens won the Universal title which he eventually lost to Goldberg at Fastlane uh, just before Mania um, and then obviously had the match with, with Jericho that year so I don't think he's actually had like a big a big moment to um, that he's actually done himself rather than being set up for, for other angles basically so uh, be good to see down the line, um, hopefully before he, he retires, because no one's getting any younger anytime soon, are they? Um, Girls are hard. Bobby Lashley taking out Logan Paul through the pod, which was it was great to see. Really, I think um, Logan Paul normally has like a, a viral moment, as they refer to it, whether it's in the Rumble or uh, he had a few when he faced faced Roman. Uh, he was great. That was a uh, crown jewel, I think it was, or something similar in Saudi. So. Um, yeah, Bobby Lashley looked like he was he hurt himself for real. He was swearing at the camera, which they did block off on the uh, on the network. Uh, he did he did manage to catch the first half of a of a swear, but yeah, fine. And then he got claymored a couple of times and uh, eliminated. And then they'll see the referees come in, um, which left the door open. Silly referees for AJ Styles to to come in and take out LA Knight with a chair. Um, Kevin Dunn may have gone, but the camera angle side hasn't. I think and this was definitely a, a telling of that. Every time the chair went up, the camera went up with it. Makes you a bit nauseous. There's so many camera cuts throughout the match as, as well, which is a bit a bit off. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not going to change any time soon. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a decent match on the whole. Randy Orton took out Logan Paul when he was posing with the brass knuckles. Randy Orton with the RKO, one, two, three, uh, set up Drew versus Randy for the final two. The final two was was fine. Um, bit of a back and forth, you know who was going to win. Obviously, Drew was going to win. Uh, and then Logan Paul with the brass knuckles took out Randy Orton, um, which then Drew pinned in one, two, three. It makes sense to protect Randy Orton because you had a... Um, an interference essentially there wasn't a clean finish it wasn't cleanly pinned it was a, a brass knuckle shot and then pinned straight away so um, protect Randy Orton for that it sets up Logan Paul versus Randy Orton for Wrestlemania you've also set up AJ Styles versus LA9 for Wrestlemania as well as Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for Wrestlemania as well so <clears throat> three matches set up off the back of one chamber um, not sure what Kevin Owens is going to do as I mentioned earlier he's, he's sort of waiting for uh, big thing he never really got a payoff for the Logan Paul situation before so whether you throw him into the mix of Logan Paul and, and Randy Orton but technically he did beat Logan Paul at the Royal Rumble uh, by disqualification we had a similar thing with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns a few years ago as well when Seth Rollins beat Roman at, at the Rumble with, by disqualification and then never really got a payoff for it so hopefully it's not one of those where it just never really comes back around and it is mentioned in the future at some point um, so that's the men's chamber, Drew McIntyre going over, which leads us through to the main event, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Um, Nia Jax has been sort of built up as this dominant heel over the last few months. He's taken out the, the smaller guys, took out Rhea Ripley. Um, 
as well with the sort of Samoan drop and she calls it the Annihilator I believe which is a good name for a move um, yeah Rhea Ripley coming out looking like she's going to definitely be getting a figure out of um, out of this imagine an ultimate edition with the with the jacket the makeup just looks toyetic as anything uh, really reacted to the crowd uh, taking signs taking all sorts just being like the big star that she is which is um, not to be expected really um, the start of the match obviously I think it was um, as you expect for a Nia Jax match it was it was relatively slow Ripley was doing her best throughout it uh, I think Nia Jax was as well I'm not taking anything away from Nia Jax it's just that that's the sort of style wrestler she is just a uh, more of a methodical powerhouse rather than um, what you would get in a Liv Morgan match for example where it would just be a faster pace um, so one of Rhea Ripley um, took the win with the brutalizer as a finishing move um, forgive me if I'm wrong uh, superplex first she kicked out of the annihilator superplex and then she hit her with the uh, the riptide sorry the riptide it's called um, brutalizer would have been better there we go that's a free one for you uh, before obviously heading down for a post down at the end of the match to soak in the atmosphere from the crowd which was uh, which was great to see um, yeah I mean she is a star it's been a year almost a year a year from Wrestlemania since we um, since we won the belt and I sort of feel that it's just it still feels fresh if that makes sense it's it hasn't felt at any point like oh this is getting tiring now whether it's because she was out injured for a bit and she doesn't wrestle as much as what she did on the build up to the belt um, that Jaws effect I think I've spoken about before where um, you don't see her as much so it, you look forward and you get excited every time you do see her Brock Lesnar had a similar thing as well during his uh, his recent runs so um, yeah, whether that just made her feel whether it just made the total run feel like rush past but I don't know, it was good to see. Uh, good to see. It was a good pay-per-view overall. Um, some decent action in there. Some matches built to Mania quite well. Um, some angles fell a bit a bit flat. But um, yeah, I think WrestleMania's looking like it's going to be a, a bumpy road, a rocky road to WrestleMania. So and with the money in the bank as well, there's never really been no inkling recently of, of that being cashed in. So whether we wait till Mania to find out on that, but... Damien Priest and there's a couple of months left until we can cash in so we'll wait and see but thanks for staying to the end if you enjoyed the show just uh, yeah you leave us a review give us a little like as well if you want do whatever if you like money at Elimination Chamber just uh, let us know as well uh, let us know your thoughts in some form of comments I don't know go on our Facebook if you can't comment on Spotify I don't know but thanks for staying by we'll see you soon all the best bye